This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Standing at 291 metres, Bukit Dinding is described as one of the last green fortresses in Kuala Lumpur and is a popular recreational spot for many. Back in October 2022, though, news broke that two blocks of 26-storey condominiums will be built there, even though the area has been known to be landslide-prone and has an underground water source at the hill. Residents around the area and others opposing the project recently filed for a judicial review on the project. This was back in last December and are keeping up the fight to keep this green lung intact. So today on the show, I'm joined by Sri Utami Dewi. She is the Secretary of the Section 5 Task Force and she's going to get me up to date on all that's happening here. Welcome, Sri. How are you today? I'm good, Alhamdulillah. Thank you for having me, Julian. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today. We've covered this topic on BFM, but I really want to hear from a resident and you, of course, are a resident. Yes, uh, I have been since um, we moved in 1990 when Paris bought the home in back 1988. Okay, so, so I'm the first homeowner of Section 5, Rangsamaju. Okay, all right. So you've seen the sort of development that's come up in the area. You've watched it all I happening. Have. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's been quite it's been quite a lot, hasn't it? It's it really has grown. been, yes. And okay. the last few years since uh, the uh, pandemic and living at home, you suddenly realise that, oh my God, I'm living in this this, this cocoon area and you tend to uh, realise, where do I get out to get away, to escape from, from, from the house, safe to get fresh air, quality oxygen. Mm-hmm. Then you realise, hey, we have Bukit Dinding, mm. let's go and skip there for a while, you okay. know. Yeah, yeah, it's within the, the jurisdiction of the police compound. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. And talk to me a little bit about Bukit Dinding, right? I mean, uh, what is the area like? So, as I mentioned in the intro, right, it's, it's one of the last green lungs in, in KL itself and very popular, right, as a, a recreational spot. It is. Bukit Dinding covers a span of 225 acres of land. Um, and uh, previously, it was owned by Horsonden Rubber Estate. Um, and so, you know, and... Uh, DBKL took over and they sold it to five uh, developers. Okay. But over the years, no, de- over the last 30 years, uh, there's no development. But over the 30 years, more and more houses and development has took taken place at the foothill surrounding Bukit Dinding. And um, so we, the residents at the foothill of Bukit Dinding, um, um, basically loves Bukit Dinding because that's where we go for our hiking, for forest trails, you know, because we humans are creatures of social social creatures so we need to socialise that's where we go out and and run and have um, basically to distress ourselves from you know we are city dwellers there's no space left you know exactly and within in in Kuala Lumpur um, the closest place for us to go for a run is is of course Lake Garden Titiwangsa KL City Park right but of course um, we need other um, other avenues as well there's also um, Bukit Gasing. Mm-hmm. There's also um, Bukit Kiara Rainbow Park. Mm-hmm. So now we have Bukit Dinding. Yeah. yeah, like you say, this is the the last green lung in Kuala Lumpur. Mm-hmm. And being Bukit Dinding, um, it's a 200, almost 300 metres above sea level. It is a huge water catchment area, right? It yeah. provides oxygen. It uh, basically balances the city's climate, right? Yeah, um, yeah so and, and it houses um, several... Um, Endangered species. We have uh, multiple um, species of lizards. Mm-hmm. We have chivet cats, yeah, mm-hmm. and we have even wild boars. You know, they mm-hmm. are living. Mm-hmm. And one fine note is that we also have the uh, an endangered uh, plant called black bat 
Yeah, okay. the, the black bat flower, right? And it's enlisted as endangered, and it's difficult to cultivate. And it's actually um, being grown. I mean, it's it it's grows uh, it grows then. naturally on Bukit Dinding, so mm. that's beautiful. And when you go hiking on Bukit Dinding, you still see the rubber trees and its saplings. Okay. It's, it's 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 fun, you know. Mm. Um, they have we have road tarmac where it provides shuttle service for those who wants to, um, for the cyclists to do the. Uh, to wish to cycle down, okay. right? They call it steep down cycling, right? And and also it's 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 just well, a nice fresh air to breathe to go out and yeah you can go and and, and uh, jog in, in Lake Garden and Kiasi State Park but it's very aesthetic very yeah, cosmetic yeah, yeah. and uh, but if you want to hear crickets you want to hear you know the chirping of the birds and you know to see leaves to see sunrise from. 300 meters above sea oh, level, yeah. that's where you go. Right in Wangsa Maju, isn't right it? Right in Wangsa Maju, and, exactly. And it's not something that people actually sort of associate. I think not many people even knew that there was a green lung uh, in Wangsa Maju. So really quite a, a treasured spot, you know, right here in the city. It is, it is, yes. Yeah. Mm. So, um, and as I mentioned, you know, really popular with locals are not just, I guess not just residents, right? People, of course, you know, we're so starved for uh, green spaces here. So I'm sure lots of people from our surrounding areas, people like me, you know, from Taman Melawati, for example, might come as well. Um, so I guess, you know, it was quite a shock then when, this news of the developments uh, going were going to happen, right? Can you talk to me about, um, you know, what, what started last year, you know, when we started having all this news about all these developments coming up? Yeah, so, you know, during pandemic, uh, since 2020, 2021, it was so serene, nothing happened, no news was was notified to us, even the residents of the, the Section 5 Wangsa Maju. Suddenly, a week before 15th of September, there was this um, uh, banner, uh, this is the cloth banner on along the street of Jalan Spulo. It was uh, uh, 27 stroke A. And it was uh, notifying us there is a strategic communication session to be held at G Tower uh, on the 15th of September. So all residents are welcome. So we were like, pleasant. <laughs> so we were like bewildered and perplexed, like, okay, let's do that. Let's, you know, so, okay, we attended G Tower. And lo and behold, we were surprised that the developer is Nova Persona and they have uh, received development order dated on 28th of March 2022. And uh, so basically, they're just notifying us, communicating to us that um, construction work will start at the end of 2022. Uh, meaning December of 2022, end of Q4. So basically, the, uh, that session was just to notify us what's going to take place, what's going to happen. So so we were like confused because to our understanding, and you know, the residents of Section 5 Bangsa Maju, these are all retired pensioners, teachers, very learned. So they, were, they, they know their rules and procedures very well. So they, 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 we questioned them. So why wasn't there any notice of Kaidah Lima, notice of Rule 5, where, you know, before any development is being uh, proposed um, or uh, uh, being approved by DBKL, before they receive the development order, you need to engage the residents, you know, get our feedback, you know, and we were given the rights to uh, reply to that proposed project within a certain time period. But that right was not given to us. Mm. Yeah, so, so by 15th of September, so what we did was we wrote into DBKL, we wrote into the, um, the city council, 
And um, but you know, it was the period whereby our political, our politics in our country was also um, not stable. Yeah. Uh, come tenth of October, the government was dissolved, so yeah. we didn't hear any feedback from the BKL. Of course, we we uh, we seek. Uh, help uh, from our Setewansa uh, Parliament. Um, you know, he, he did his best, but when your government dissolved, what can you do? What can he do as well? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, he wrote in, we as residents wrote in, but we realised um, so Section 5 Bangsa Maju represented, uh, is represented uh, of, comprises of um, f- uh, four types of um, uh, areas which are the terrace houses so uh, it's uh, represented by Pesatuan uh, Muafakat Section Lima, uh, and then of course we have Lodging Heights Condominium One, and we have Waizuri One and Waizuri Two Apartment. So all four parties decided to join forces. So that's why we start. Uh, we um, uh, we created the Section Five Task Force. So the AJKs and the the active members of the residents decided to form a group called Section 5 uh, Task Force, we decided to take action, uh, our own actions. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and we decided to uh, take legal actions in it because DBKL did not issue a stop work order. You know, yeah. last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, if there is a development order, when we have, uh, we've written into to DBKL and, and there's no feedback. Mm. So, we want to make sure that our interest and our is, is protected. And, and our homes are protected, our lives are secured, right? Yeah. You are erecting two towers of 26-storey condominium on a hill and where the residents at the foothill, right? And, um, and basically, these new residents are going to have, uh, share the same access and exit on existing road. Mm-hmm. where there are houses along those roads. Okay. So basically, you can't expand those existing roads. There's a monsoon drain and there's a row of terrace houses. And, you know, even as it is today, we're also having bottleneck uh, uh, traffic, traffic issue yeah. because there is a, a secondary high school right at the end of Jalan Spudo Stroke 27A. And there's Shell Station, there's Tesco. So where do you grow unless you create an underground highway <laughs> from the, con- the new condominium, come out at Tesco somewhere? That's impossible, right? Yeah. So we as a resident decided to take this um, legal action. And based on our lawyer's advice, um, we should uh, take up, it's called judicial review. Okay. A judicial, the judicial review is whereby we take up our rights to high court to uh, query the DBKL's uh, the approval mm-hmm. on the developers, uh, the, the DO that was approved to the developer. Okay. So because um, has the rules been complied, right? And uh, we found out that the development order was approved based on environmental impact assessment back in 2015. I see. That was seven years ago. And when we f- researched further, the EIA report was completed in 2014. So it was eight years ago, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, the last eight years, there has been landslide, mud floods, you know, and we have uh, pockets of water, and and there's several. And then, how can the DB? Our our query is: How can a, a DPKL issue a development order? based on EIA 2015. Mm. It has to be based on the latest, the current EIA, yeah, right? Definitely. So, I mean, that's fair because 
you, you when you want to issue a development order, you must take into consideration the situation that occurs within the one or two years time span. Not eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of things has happened. Lots of developments have come up in that time, right? Which could have impacted the surrounding areas. The sort of yeah, the the, the I guess the the lay of the land has changed, hasn't it? It has. It has. And also because and um, August uh, tw- 2022, Kementerian Perumahan Kerajaan Tempatan has actually issued a circular to all 56 PBT, pihak berkuasa tempatan and negeri, um, to basically um, add an additional document called the Landslide uh, risk assessment or what we call it vulnerability risk assessment okay. it's, an, it's an additional document on top of the EIA and they have this classification and especially um, highly risk project whereby the slopes are um, more than 25 degrees or so 35 degrees gradient right that falls under class 3 right so they require the developer to come up with the current EIA another EIA okay. and also the vulnerability risk assessment of the surrounding uh, you have to come up with traffic impact analysis right this, uh, the economic impact analysis safety analysis all that we were not given mm. as residents at the foot uh, at this particular uh, affected area. We, the four residents, at the local standard, uh, were not shared those documents. But we were just informed, and boom, there's two two towers of these two high rise condominiums going to be erected. In front of our house. <laughs> and, right. this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, I think you were mentioning to me before, basically it's just houses, right? Two stories, maybe three stories. So you're all, it's all very... Um, ah, okay, yeah. So um, this Nova Persona um, project is actually like a mini township covering mm. 10 parcels of projects. Mm-hmm. So the development order um, uh, that has been granted approval by DBKL was only for parcel two. So okay. there are nine other parcels. Can you imagine, right, um, covering a space of 120 acres of land, right? So this is the first parcel. And this project is going um, to take up uh, all the way up to 25 years. That I was see. the timeline they told us. Okay. 25 years to develop this whole mini township on this Bukit Dinding. Can you imagine? So they're building a township on a hill. Yes. Okay. So that's definitely, you know. No, no, to me. (laughs) And we know that area surrounding, right? I mean, we've seen Highland Towers. We've seen so many other different uh, developments on hills. Um, I think we've seen in Bukit Antarabangsa as well, you know, uh, homes there having to be evacuated because of, you know, landslides and things like that, right? Exactly, exactly. And um, geologically, uh, Bukit Dinding and Bukit Antarabangsa and Highland Towers, we are all actually, um, it's the same, uh, they're actually situated on Titi Wangsa Range. Correct. So it's known for its beautiful alam flora and also notorious landslides. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're not supposed to mess with it and build, you know, exactly. Like, and man- yeah, and yeah. as like I mentioned, it's a huge water catchment area. Yeah. So there's definitely um, underground water. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Highland Towers. What caused Highland Towers to, to collapse? Because there was an underground water that has disrupted their foundation and their, their, their pilings. Now, imagine doing the same thing, erecting cement, blockage and, and, and steel pipeworks on this hill. The same um, situation and you're repeating it again. Yeah. Imagine that our lives are at risk at the foothill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So yeah. I, I think 
I think our our the DBKR will need to rethink about it. Okay. Yeah. And you know, just going on the fact that this is a hillside development, right? Mm. I mean, that already, you know, as we were discussing, already means a higher cost of development, isn't it? it? Is. So, you know, and this township that you uh, you were telling me about, it doesn't sound like it's about affordable homes for. No, you know, it's the, not. Yeah, it's it's more for luxury. It is. Yeah. So can you imagine the cost of building um, condominium or homes on a hill is cost higher because first of all you have to break rocks and and the cost of bringing your cement your 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 sand all the way up is is higher yeah. so when cost of building a condominium uh, is is higher you won't be able to sell it at um 500,000 ringgit at 1,000 ringgit on a 1,000 square feet you know it's not affordable mm-hmm. it definitely has to fetch a million ringgit on the 1,000 square feet condominium, that's just an average. It's probably fetches more, right? Okay. And when you sell, so developers, when they sell a home on a hill, it always has this narrative of a different lifestyle, living close to the clouds, cost, you know, different rent from everybody else, right? More serene, more peaceful, tranquility. Hey, but there are people living on the foothill. We are at the ground, right? Mm-hmm. So that that that's they have to think about it. Like you said again, um, it is not affordable, right? And we have an oversupply of homes, residential, especially condominiums in Kuala Lumpur. Um, I remember reading back in August 2022, MRDI research stated there's an oversupply of condominiums homes. In, in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So why are we still erecting um, condominiums um, and this time on a hill? <laughs> and a township in an area which already... Okay, okay, I've only been living in the area for not too long. Um, I, mean, I mean, I live in Mlawati, but I go to Wangsamaju a lot. And in the last 10 years alone, the amount of condominiums I've seen come up in the Wangsamaju area, it's constantly... The roads are like constantly under construction... Uh, the traffic diversion it's always been a mess for me I mean like going to places like Tesco like you mentioned yeah it's right? crazy yeah. it's, there's just so much development happening right and this is a whole brand new one coming up yes with the 25 year sort of um, time frame yes it is okay <laughs> alright okay, right. Um, I guess you know I, when you did speak to so you did have that meeting right and I'm guessing Nova Persona were there as well the developers were there right what sort of like uh, what, what did they say about you know the development like why was there a need for it you know who is it going to be catering for were those sorts of um, issues addressed? Um, yeah, basically, <clears throat> developers being developers, right? And um, all they care about is profit, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there's no emotional profit here. They don't, they, they don't consider. To them, um, there's a land bank and I need to develop. That's the whole concept of their business. They Correct. are a developer, they need to develop. If they don't develop, they don't make money, Correct. right? So, and they have this piece of land, this land bank, and it's on Bukit Dinding. And which I understand. again, we must say they legally got bought from DBKL. Correct. Okay. And so basically, it's a privatised land. So we residents have no say. I mean, it is their land after all, and they mm-hmm. can develop. But then again, um, you know, um, when they bought this, I think it was 30, 20, 40 years ago. So they should have developed together with us. So the problem now is there are condominiums and houses surrounding Bukit Dinding. There are only limited access and exits for the Bukit Dinding, right? Mm-hmm. So, and there's basically we have built houses and homes and, and, and shopping malls around surrounding area. And if you add on Bukit Dinding, where is the exit outlet? Mm. So we can expand our road. So that's one thing. And, um, and being a developer, I'm sure they have other land banks. And post-COVID, 
I mean, I mean, during MCO, right, we realised that um, more and more people want to go hiking or Bukit Dinding. They want to get out of their house. And post-pandemic pula, more and more people are selling their houses because they want to have bigger space of land mm-hmm. outside of outskirts of Kuala Lumpur, right? So, they have to think that way. So why don't they develop, build homes outside of Kuala Lumpur, right? Uh, leave our Bukit Dinding, right? Yeah. I think the question here is, of course, you know, uh, DBKL sort of like involvement in this, right? And that's why you're calling for this judicial review as well, you it know, is. to sort of see, you know, why the EIA was done so long ago, why, you know, you guys weren't consulted. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, you know, what it is that you guys would like from or would like to hear from DBKL. Oh, I would love for DBKL to just issue a stop work order, mm-hmm. probably um, call the persona and, and um, request for a latest environmental impact assessment to be done. Um, also, um, remember the circular that I mentioned that was yeah. issued by KPKT. Um, uh, when I read the circular, the, it is being enforced effective 15 of August. So 2022, 2022, right? but they received a DO on in March. So by right... Um, DBKL should enforce the same guideline and requirement to the developer to conduct a new EIA, a new vulnerability landslide risk assessment document. So then, then we know whether is it safe to to erect that the the mini township or this, especially these two towers on parcel two, mm-hmm. the first parcel of many parcels to come. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yeah. Yes. So that's that's what we what we wish to. Yeah. Okay. All right. And um, the MP for Setia Wangsa is of course Nick Nazmi. Yes, Alhamdulillah, the second term, second yes. term MP, and he of course now is also the minister of the NRECC, so the Environment Ministry as well. Um, has have you? Uh, have you been communicating with him? Has he had any say uh, in this issue at all? Has he weighed in? Yeah, we have. We have communicated. And him being a minister, he has to be fair to both parties of now. Course, of course. right? He's no longer just an MP of Sitiwang. So he's a minister for uh, a federal Malaysia, minister. federal minister. So he has to listen to the developer side mm-hmm. and also listen to the resident side. So it is uh, it's difficult to, to balance that. But I'm sure he understands um, with the recent landslide and in, in Batangkali. So that, that is quite a concern. Yeah. And even our Prime Minister has announced that no more development on land, um, uh, upper, uh, prone uh, landslide on hill slopes, right? No yeah. more um, development on hillside, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have Malaysia being Malaysia, especially in the city centre or any other, in Kuala Lumpur, we are prone to landslide. Namu pun Kuala Lumpur, we are like <laughs> a pool of, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 And the other thing I wanted to, you know, I was asking you uh, off air, you know, whether you guys were facing floods or things like that with the rapid development. And you said no. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that you have this natural sponge there, isn't it? it? This, is. this huge area. 200 uh, acres of land, Bukit Dinding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. they capture the rain, you know, especially during monsoon season, right? And and where does it go, right? So there's an ecosystem balance for the whole of Kuala Lumpur vicinity. Mm-hmm. And if you erect cement and towers... It will overflow. Can you imagine? There will be a possibility of flood in our homes then. Even as it is today, um, we do have mud floods. We do have land slippages, mini landslides. But these are telltale signs. Correct. Right. Yeah. So, we, we, and this, and if there are several um, and uh, small streams of water coming out from around Bukit Dinding, then on its own is already proof of the pudding, mm-hmm. that the hill has underground water. So I implore to DBKL, please look into this matter seriously because there are lives at stake yeah. and underground water on Bukit Dinding. So please think hard. <laughs> okay. 
you know uh, these are lives and we have lived there since 1990 so they have been, I've been living there since I was um, 17 years old today I'm this year I'm 50 <laughs> you know and my son is going to college and we have a lot of memories here and we love uh, section 5 Wangsa Maju and Bukit Dinding because the nama dia pun Bukit Dinding is a wall hill hmm. the the gradient of the hill is very steep okay. it's 25 to 35 degree slope you know so meaning if they were to build Iraq a home on this hill they need to do retaining walls reinforcement how can you do that mm-hmm. remember 2012 we had to in Puchat Setewangsa we had to I mean um, uh, DBKL had to uh, sacrifice two bungalow homes on Puchat Setewangsa and one of the homes belongs to the former minister remember Arwah Datuk Jamaluddin Jarjiz okay. and that's a bungalow on Puchat Setewangsa And that sits on Bukit Dinding. <laughs> I see. So that is already in that was back 2012, okay. and and they did uh, engineered a retaining wall, and even that could not hold uh, two bungalows, right? And 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 it collapsed. Okay. Right. So okay. like you said, it is a sponge, and. Bukit Dinding has a mind of its own. What was it? What you a life of a its life own. of its it own. It is alive. <laughs> it is alive, right? Yeah. Right. When there's rain, it has to go somewhere. It has to be absorbed by the land. It has to come up somewhere, right? It provides um, uh, life to the flora, to the animals, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it is all about balance. Yeah, and I mean, not to th- you know that another thing also is um, uh, your temperature. You know, sort of balance. like we know living in hilly areas like Malawati and in Wangsamaju, having these sorts of hills there really lowers the temperature. It's, it's very cooling. Right? It's lovely. It's, yeah, it's lovely. But also, I mean, we are talking about, you know, increased heat waves. We're all talking about, you know, we already spoke about increased floods. So all of these things help to sort of mitigate these sorts of issues, isn't it? It is. In it is. Maintaining our green lungs. So you guys, of course, as you know, as you mentioned earlier, you've um, put in that judicial review. Uh, you guys are also, uh, there's a fundraising appeal, right? Uh, yes, to, it is. To help. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about that. Right. Yeah. So we are, crea- we are raising, uh, we are crea- raising fundraising um, to help foot our legal bill we are residents of uh, four resident associations on Persatuan Penduduk Muafakat Section 5 the terrace houses the lodging heights one condominium Wazuri 1 and Wazuri 2 apartment residents so four of us Section 5 task force so we have come up with um, uh, this um, fundraising activity to raise um, money to fork up the bill for our legal fees. Yeah? Okay. So um, anybody who wish to help us, who wants to ensure maintain Bukit Dinding is to be preserved, um, and who wants to support our cause, right? We'd love to have your contributions uh, and your donations to our Persatuan. Um, uh, so it's an Afin Bank. Uh, can I mention the account of number here? Yeah. <laughs> of course you can. So the account number is 1050-4003-9198. Afin Bank, Sepersatuan Penduduk Muafakat Section 5. So we, the pesat, the one of our persatuan is fronting the bank account. Okay. So we can receive that. Okay. All right. And, and again, you know, just to be very clear, this is to help with the costs of the uh, judicial review, right? Only, purely oh. the judicial review, review, review yeah. Okay. So right. we are very lucky to have a very prominent uh, lawyer. So it's the same lawyer um, uh, that is representing the Rimba Kiara. Um, uh, Taman Rimba Kiara folks? Taman Rimba, yes, exactly. Okay. okay. Mm. We really need to. We really need to do better. I mean, we we have a climate crisis on our hands. You know, we there's so many. Uh, we have a biodiversity loss crisis on our hands. You know, taking away all these really important green lungs uh, for residents. I mean, what sort of 
world do we want to live in, right? Uh, do we want just more homes and, you know, not even affordable homes, you know, not even homes for the for the less fortunate or for the lower income groups, luxury homes. Do we need more luxury homes in Kuala Lumpur? I think that's a question we need to ask ourselves as well. Yes, exactly. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Sri, uh, for joining me today. Any last message you'd like to leave our listeners with? Um, I would love to have... Um, um, well, I wish to welcome everybody to come and, and go for a hike and for a stroll on our forest trails in Bukit Dinding. Bukit Dinding is, is, is open 24-7. Of course, sunrise to sunset. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, we have uh, five forest trails, beautiful forest trails, uh, five loops. One loop um, uh, is, uh, spans five kilometers. Um, and uh, rule of thumb, if you can cover three forest trails, um, that means you're able to climb Mount Kinabalu. Oh, yeah, really? it is. Okay, it is okay. a lot of um, those uh, people who wish to climb Mount Kinabalu. They would train uh, on Bukit Dinding. I see. Yeah, to okay. ma- to make sure that they have the required level of fitness because of Bukit Dinding's steepness, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it gives you gives you that physical um, challenge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So and it's it's beautiful. Bukit Dinding is beautiful, and you can drink your coconut milk right at the foothill. We actually have. Um, a vendor okay. that sells uh, fresh coconut water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, is this trail, uh, are the trails sort of child-friendly? You know, can families come or is it? It is. Yeah, they yeah, are. They are is, different. Yeah. yeah. They have many levels. Okay. Right. So you can decide to stop at the first stop or the second stop, right? You don't have, you don't need, to, if you don't have the the physical fitness, you can do up to the first stop. Then you can uh, back down, you know, you can take it slow and easy. Okay. It's not so much a loop. Like, it's like you just go to where you want and then you kind of. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember, right. we have some time. Max, it yes. has, yeah, it's very easy and really user friendly. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I always say that kenal maka tak cinta, so folks should definitely go uh, and check it out and realize, you know, why we need to preserve whatever little that we have left. Correct, it okay. is. Thank you so much, Sri, for joining me. Thank today. you, Julia, for having us today. Thank a- you so much for your support. Absolute pleasure. I've been speaking to Sri Utami Dewi. She's the secretary of the Section Five Task Force. Uh, we are talking about how there is a need to save Bukit Dinding. If you'd like to find out more information, other uh, just search for the hashtag Save Bukit Dinding on social media. Uh, you guys are on Twitter. You've got a uh, you've got a Facebook page, I believe. There's also a Blogspot uh, website. I think it's savebukitdinding.blogspot.com. Uh, I'll put all the links into the podcast. Find out how you can support, but also, you know, do lend a hand for their fundraising appeal. You know, this is going straight towards the judicial review uh, and help in any way that you can. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash earth or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.